0: I really just wanted to shoot the shit with a buddy of mine, Jimmy Trena. Um We're both bored in the pandemic and we want to complain about Twitter. We want to talk about gambling. We want to talk about how you actually joke in a really scary, serious time right now and a whole host of other things. It's like we basically didn't prep for this. It's just two dudes talking on the phone. Welcoming to the Green Light Pod is uh, somebody, when I asked him how he wanted to be introduced, he said, don't say the great Jimmy trainer but I say the great Jimmy trainer when I introduce my friend Jim, <laughs> who uh, is a Sports Illustrated writer and uh, also podcaster. Terrific podcast, by the way, Jim. I do en- enjoy listening to your podcast.
1: I appreciate that, and I am beyond thrilled to be on your podcast because I knew you would kick ass at this. I'm just a little bummed that it's, you know, under these circumstances but we just can't have total fun because I, you know, I feel like every time you're on mine, I kiss your ass. Now I'm going to kiss your ass while I'm on yours. Like (laughs) I love your, I, I love, I love your takes on everything. Yeah. And because you, you get into the minutia of life, which is what I enjoy too. There we go. So, Two peas in a pod, man. Two
0: peas in a pod. Lots of time yeah. to get into the minutiae now.
1: Yep. Yep. Nothing but time to get into the minutiae.
0: Uh, has it been? Has it been hard? Has, has it been like? I mean, I know it's hard because, like, you know, I, I think when we talk about this, when you talk about whether it's the NCAA tournament or you know, entertainment or leagues canceling or suspending or certain jobs being a little bit tougher. Uh, it's, it's never as serious as what's actually going on, which is like the civil unrest and first and foremost people's health. Um, but there is some crossover. I mean, as far as like, listen, if sports writers don't have anything to write about, what do they write about? And does that make their job tougher? Uh, are people in your industry not only scrambling for content, but like what's the next four to six months hold?
1: I, from talking to a lot of people in in this in the sports media world, whether it's people who write on the internet, whether it's people who are on television, broadcast, whatever, everyone's really scared. They're really scared about having jobs. Uh, listen, I I understand that there's a lot of worst case scenarios out there, but you have to think that eventually, even if it's September, sports will be back in some way, shape or form. Now, who knows if we're going to have sports the way we've always had them with 50,000 people in a stadium. But if there is sports going on and, and they can be broadcast on television and we can write and talk about them, we've got to get through this insanity right now. I think the biggest – I think whether you're in sports media or any position, it's the unknown that's really the problem right now. Nobody knows anything. And I think once we can maybe get past this phase where we don't know – we don't know whether – you don't know – Things from the biggest thing, like whether you have it or not, because you may not have symptoms. To you know, when the NFL, when the NBA is going to come back, right. there's a range of just we don't know anything.
0: Right? Yeah. No, the unknown sucks. And like somebody like me, um, who gets a little bit uh, you know anxious about stuff. You know that I'm very. I like my schedule. I like to be regimented. I like to know what to expect. And right. uh, in general. You know the podcast is one thing, um, but it's it's unsettling when there's no roadmap in general. And, right. and I think sports always sports kind of as I'm thinking about it gives people kind of a roadmap to their year. So you feel kind of naked, kind of weird. Like, okay, what month is it? There's no sports on. Uh, it's beautiful outside. I want to go outside. I want to watch games. I want to go go to the bar. I want to watch basketball because that's what my biology is telling me right now as a 34 year old right. man, like I've been doing this, minus the bar part, I mean I've done that for quite a while, but I've been doing this, you know, watch college basketball thing in the springtime since I was 10 years old. So it's like everything, you're, you're, you're just your system is thrown off. It, not to mention, uh, you don't know how to talk about it. Um, if you figure something out to talk about, you talk about doing lists, and first off, everybody and their uncle's doing a fucking list right now. Or, well okay.
1: Or, can I chime in on that yeah can I chime on chime in so it's funny you say that because as usual you're right because uh when I I mean I'll be fully honest I talked about this uh, in my column like on Friday I could not work like anxiety had got me to the point where I just couldn't work I needed a day to get myself together mm-hmm. so I wrote Monday for the first time really since this became what it's become uh, and you know, I asked my readers, I'm very lucky and very fortunate that I have loyal readers who have been with me since like the hot clicks days back in a while ago, and they're active and they're they're good. So I put out like a call to arms and said, you know, let me know what you want to see in this column. I have flexibility. I'm lucky I can do non-sport stuff. I'm like, send me any and all suggestions and, you know, let's move forward. And it's interesting to me how many people have suggested like, you know, top 10 this, top 10 that, let's do a bracket on this. Let's do, And it's like, My thing is like, dudes, we, we got, we really got to pace ourselves here because we're not going to have sports for like, at least I would say three months, three months, three months. Right. So like, you're going to start busting out, you know, top 10 NBA players. Now you're going (laughs) to be strong. You got to really pace yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You got to wait. You got to wait. I mean, that's why you got to get obscure with it. And I love filling out these brackets, by the way, when did you start seeing the brackets? When did, was it three years ago ish? Like Twitter, this is uh, a Twitter. No, aid. no, I'm talking about the no, brackets no. for pop culture stuff.
1: Oh, that dude! I did best Seinfeld episode like seven years ago. Oh wow! We've, did, we've been doing. <laughs> oh yeah, best Halloween candy and best. I mean, no, they've been around. They've been around even before Twitter. Yeah. Um, but you know, you gotta you gotta really pace yourself with bracket. You don't want to. You you think you're gonna like do a bracket a day and in two weeks.
0: Well, it'll eat you up, it'll eat you alive. You won't have time for your exactly. family. Like, I'm, I'm socially distancing with my family, which by the way, all things considered, yes, it's a terrible circumstance under which we're all spending time at home, but for those of us with families, if you can get over the fear of the uncertainty, it's not so bad, and even just sitting at home and like turning your brain off for a little bit, we're trained to do the opposite. It's kinda healthy for you. The bracket thing. Uh the ranking yeah. thing how do you do it respectfully yeah. uh and have fun and joke? We talked about this like you know, I'm on Twitter. everybody needs a little levity, but how do you joke right. in a way that's not minimizing the situation because that's something I've been struggling with
1: Well, I'll say a couple of things here um and by the way, you mentioned you know being so uh socially distancing yourself with your family? I definitely would love to get into if it's appropriate like. How many marriages are going to end with all this? But that's a well, whole that, other. It's not. That, a, it's, not know, for, we, it's not inappropriate.
0: It's not inappropriate. Okay. It's because I think my my rule is if you're belittling or like or 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 making fun of like the virus, then you're fucking wrong. But like the circumstances right, right. around it, we can kind of we can bring some levity into the fold.
1: Right, and I know, and I'm curious if you're going through this because I feel like a hypocrite in a way because. I'll have, like, you know, a period of time there for a couple of hours where I'm, like, I don't want to hear any jokes about this. I, you know, this is serious. I'm worried about my dad. I, I don't want to hear anything. And then, like, three hours later, I'll text, like, one of my friends and be, like, you know, I hope Pornhub has the best servers in America right now because they're going to need them. So, like, I don't know, like, where to they go. They do. With... They do, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, It's running I, fine, they, uh, which
0: I'm sure you know.
1: That's what it, that That, uh... <laughs> They're gonna. Their subscriptions may go up at the next few months.
0: In Italy, they did something with Pornhub. I read an article uh, that like Italy ramped it up, uh, or they gave free subscriptions to whatever. the yeah. I, I don't. I don't go on those sites, but evidently, if you pay a certain amount, you can get like a premium.
1: <laughs> I you know I thought you would be one of the people who would be above the whole. I don't go on those sites.
0: I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. The sarcasm but, yeah, like, is so thin. And then,
1: like, yeah. And then, but then, like, you know, then I, then I send that text and I feel bad. I'm like, am I being insensitive? I, you know, I shouldn't, you know, like, it's, it's crazy. No, nah, really I mean,
0: I thought, I thought in the beginning, like, the whole timeline of this thing was uh, I had to go to Africa, like, man, it's been about three weeks now, almost a month probably. But I had to go over there to do right. the Waterboy stuff. And one night, I think it was the night that it like really started blowing up in Italy a little bit, or you know, there Mm -hmm. were the first few cases in Italy. I started getting real panicky and anxious because I'm like, one, am I gonna get home? Are they gonna like put bans? And I gotta fly through Europe, that whole thing. Uh, Two, this shit's hitting the fan, and I I couldn't help but think about everybody back home who were like kind of firing off these borderline tweets, like kind of clout chasing jokes about, uh, COVID-19, and I was thinking to myself like, they are not gonna be firing these same type of jokes off when it's domestic. <laughs> like, everybody's right. tone changes. Right. First it was, you know, it was, and I've seen an interesting crossover on the Venn diagram of people that I think are relatively intelligent, and then like the, the, the Red Hat, MAGA folks, uh, that there's a little bit of crossover uh, on Twitter between some people I had respect for and uh, and these Trump folks calling the Corona or minimizing it, you know, but that's all changed in the right. last week. I, I I would like to think uh, you look at some of the pictures, like Clearwater Beach or the Post Malone concert or any of these places where people are gathering like idiots. Uh, right. Maybe it hasn't actually changed, but I thought you know early on I was like there'll be a point where people get the message and you can't really joke about this as much. I think we're at that point. I think now you can joke about like finding ourselves in situations like with you know, you joke about like the divorce rate or, you know, you right, joke about what right. a gambler's doing right now. Like these are circumstantial things you're not joking about somebody being sick.
1: Right. Exactly. And you know, it's interesting that you brought up, um, sort of the MAGA and the tweets and that kind of stuff, because I do find, I'm curious if you're like this, because I do enjoy the, I can say, I can curse and say anything on here, right? This is like
0: Fuck yeah. for years. This isn't fucking SI. Yeah, yeah.
1: I say fuck on my podcast, but I try to limit it. I try. And here's the thing like, when I say fuck on my podcast, I'll never get one person who says anything. And then, but if I say anything negative about Trump, then I get like the one star reviews on iTunes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I know. Listen, my pod, I I don't think
0: my pod's that great at all. In fact, I don't know if you, I can't stand hearing myself talk, which I'm sure you have
1: one of the best pods, and you know it. But Pod Voice? You like my Pod Voice? Actually, no, you. You, you don't know you have one of the best pods, but you do have one of the best
0: pods. Oh, thank you. But I do get a lot of one oh, stars. That. And I know that, like, listen, if you just kind of don't like the pod, you're doing like, you're doing a three star, right? If you, right. If you hate me because you think I'm a communist right. <laughs> because right, I don't right, like right. Trump, you're giving me a one star. Right. So I know exactly where those one stars right. come from.
1: Yeah. So what I was going to say about that is so, I, so maybe this is my own just bizarre twisted sense of humor i enjoy the really fucked up tweets about this like like someone said the democrats and china um came up with coronavirus together as mm-hmm. a way to make sure trump loses it. like yeah that's uh, what it was i enjoyed because those right but like the tweets where it's someone like you know where like it's a serious MAGA person being like donald trump is at the greatest you know uh he is handling this perfectly that's when i have to get off twitter But if they're really extreme, then I enjoy them. Now, I'm curious because I've had to really limit my Twitter usage over the last four or five days. And I know you were, like, scaling back. but I
0: was scaling back. Now I'm back. I'm totally back now. I took, like, two weeks off. I made a big announcement on my pod as if it mattered. But honestly, um, there was – I think I needed a hard reset. You know what it was? I was getting in too many arguments. So I was mistaking – like the feeling that Twitter was giving me, and being in constant conflict for using it too much, which I do anyways, but I can overcome my sanity, uh, and using like in using Twitter, they could, me being sane and being on Twitter, they're not mutually exclusive. Okay, I can do the two things, uh, but what I can't do is argue with every fucking idiot on Twitter, and in taking like a hard reset week where I literally deleted the app and only used it on my computer, which was crazy. Like I joked that it was kind of like the way the people yeah. on Oregon Trail did it. I mean like this was back in the day tweeting on my MacBook Pro. It was right. like that soft, that hard reset t- taught me how to use it. Like when I slipped right. and got back on and then you know you're like down the rabbit hole again. I look back at my Twitter right. the last three weeks and I haven't been arguing with anybody. I just, I just don't. Like it's, it's, right. it feels right.
1: So uh, there's a couple of things here. When, when I heard that pod where you said you were giving up Twitter and I think in, during the pod, cause I like to watch yours on YouTube a lot of the time. Um, there we go. You had the last, you were talking about tweeting, t- tweet, t- you were talking about tweeting from the web and I, I wanted to text him and be like, dude, this is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, I didn't want it to come. You know, with the tone on a text, you know, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and I, I was like, this is like a phone call conversation to go through. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go there mm-hmm. um, because it's just one of those things where you can. I don't think it's if you're in this like we are, like you've made this transition to sports media, like it's impossible to just never go on it. Or yeah, you just that's why I it red Blah, blah, blah. But you're let's say you're at the barbershop waiting to get a haircut. You're gonna check Twitter. You're in line at the supermarket. I mean, this is obviously before we were self business social yeah, businesses. Yeah. So whatever. Now, having said that
0: Wait, breaking I'm Jimmy's having... still going to the barbershop.
1: Well, not for a little while.
0: Yeah, no, every not that's also a, a thing is everybody's hair is gonna be really fucked up at the end of this thing.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Um but I am blown away when guys like you fight with people on Twitter and they have like six followers, I'm like, I don't understand this guy. <laughs> Dude. What are you doing? I don't, and I I just like I I woke the, up from a I nightmare. A I didn't realize I was in a nightmare. Yeah. I, I made a deal with myself years ago that I will not fight with people on Twitter at all. Like if someone wants to like debate something with me, shoot me an email. I'll be happy. I'll give out my email on Twitter. But I'm not going to do a public – because those people want the public argument. That's that, all they, they want. They don't even care about being – they don't care about being right or wrong. They want the public argument. And then they could you – know, and then they start with all – and then, like, that's the other thing. When you argue with someone on Twitter, the fucking things that people come out with say, you were owned or OK Boomer. And it, it, yeah, it, it's not even like a real – like, all, like what is this? Like, you're just like, what is this? I lost
0: my faith in, well, I never liked the phrase, okay, boomer, because I just thought it was like this uh, cop-out. Like, I don't feel like arguing, um, and I'm just right. going to paint everybody over the age of, like, 30 now as a boomer. Right. Uh, the other day, the Post Malone concert, uh, somebody shared it um, and was like,
1: because oh, yeah, this yeah.
0: was packed. The Post, Post Malone concert yeah. was packed the night you know, they canceled everything. I'm talking the NBA, NCAA tournament, all this stuff was getting canceled. And I thought Post Malone, that concert might be, might be the end of it, but I saw, you know, I, I, I looked at this tweet and it's scary to read the, the mentions. I used to be, not be able to go in and read the mentions, now I can, it's still insane, but I don't feel like I have to respond. Uh, I saw a couple okay boomers, like people were like, that's your response to, hey, could you maybe not spread the pandemic? and people were like right, okay yeah, boomer right. i was like yo you're right. literally right. you know you're right. you're literally gathering in large groups in public to own to own the the boomers i mean that's like what you're doing right. like you're yeah. you uh, this saw- th- this generation millennials myself included you know back in the day the big test was okay you got to go like fight the nazis or like you know <laughs> <laughs> now it's hey stay the fuck home for 3 weeks so we don't spread this pandemic. Watch some Netflix. You guys like to Netflix and chill, right? Could you do that for like an extended period? Nah, I can't do it. Gotta go get drunk in Hoboken, or hit the beach in Clearwater, or go to a Post Malone concert.
1: Right. Listen, I think, listen, there's a lot of things, I think, I I don't wanna get into a whole cycle analysis of it, but the way people respond you do? No, right. I'm fine. Um, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, listen, I would much rather do it off the air so people don't, you know, no, I'm joking. Give your pod I'm one joking. Star, but I don't, I don't get what's wrong with people. I just don't. But listen, you know, I think I'll tell you one thing I also learned. I think people like us who, who are following news all day on Twitter all day are more aware of how bad. we're more aware of what this was going to be. You know, you got to think about like, the person who works in a post office, or the person who or, or, is a school teacher, or who works as, the, as a butcher, like, they're not on Twitter all day, so, you know, maybe they're not paying attention as closely, and they don't, they didn't understand this, at very, I mean, obviously they do now. No, I mean, like, yeah, I you, you, you,
0: you, yeah, the, I always, the, the biggest misconception about Twitter, and I I followed it for a couple years there, was that, like, the rest of the world is just like my, my timeline, like, this is reflected this is reflective of you know general population you know in, in from a sense of how informed they are about you know the news or fake news whatever you know misleading information right. whatever you want to call it uh or or that they all feel a certain way about an issue like when you walk out of your timeline figuratively speaking the world is much different and so is the right. informed nature of the population I'll, and
1: I'll, and i don't want to get like ultra heavy and political, but I will right now. Um, I will say this. For as bad as Donald Trump is and has been, I think I, I, his mental illness is so severe it's off the charts. It's crazy. But I'll say the, the, the most damage that he is going to do, has done, and will be his legacy, is convincing an unbelievable amount of people that what they actually see and hear is fake news. Yeah, I don't know how we as a country recover from that, but when you see something with your own eyes and then this guy says it's fake news and then you believe it because you're part of the cult, uh, that's gonna be a long lasting problem that is probably gonna be even exacerbated now by what we're going through with this insanity.
0: Well, I have buddies and I have conservative buddies like, you know, that I argue with. You know, I'm not gonna argue argue about Trump. It's a different thing to me. And that's why. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got to you because
1: this is what I, hate. I hate when there's a Trump discussion and someone brings up Republicans and conservatives. No, like this is this transcends politics.
0: Fine. Yeah, right. This right. this transcends sorry, it. No, you've got a guy, who um, who's just gonna lie unabated all the time. And you know, if you want to convince somebody who 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 supports him of something, they need like documentation, like notarized documentation sourcing. Right. You know, like I need. Oh, well, that's not that's not real because it you know it didn't come from a, a good source. Okay, well, let me give you this major news corporate. Well, that's fake news. You have to you have to see it from this this source here. And then you know w- right. when the tables are turned, you know it could be Daily Caller. It could be you know a blog. Right, it could be right. a meme. It could be like right. a meme that's been shared a thousand times. Well, that's 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 uh, scripture. So you can't. It's one of those things, and this goes back to, the, there's no use arguing at this point. I, I made a decision like a year or two ago, and I still have friends I consider like my Twitter friends who are like, they lean, they're very political. I was never a big political guy. I mean, I have my political right. leanings for sure. What it was for me is I was anti somebody who was an embarrassment, and somebody who was right. dangerous. And I've said this a bunch of times, okay? Um, Now, I still have those political friends that for six months there, when I was a pro player, or for two years, when I was kind of in this firestorm, whether it was social justice or it was skipping the White House or whatever, um, you know, everything was, hey, stand up for this cause, like, hey, you know, speak out. A couple years into Trump's presidency, I was just like, you know what? I have not seen a single tweet change anything. I am not tweeting about this guy anymore. I'm not tweeting about it anymore. I'm not expending energy. I'm I'm not doing it. It it drags me down. Also, I get tired of like, and I'll say this about people on my side of the fence, my side of the aisle. I don't know how many times I've seen a tweet say, oh, we got him now. No, you don't. Just go fucking vote. Just vote this fall. Fucking show up and vote. Stop tweeting. You can tweet if you want, but it hasn't changed anything to date, and it's not going to. And and I'm not gonna be a part of it. So I've kind of, that along with, you know, to wrap the Twitter thing is like somebody, you know how sometimes you have to hear something about yourself from somebody else to really like unlock an awakening? Yes. Like yes. you can't figure it out on your own. I, I can't have an epiphany sitting in my office all day just with my own thoughts. I need somebody to hit me in the forehead with it. And one of my friends was like, hey, a buddy of mine was asking recently if you miss the conflict of football. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, you seem to just, you seem to like conflict and you like it like on Twitter. And I'm wondering, and my friend was wondering, and I don't mean anything by this, but do you miss like the fight every day? And I said to myself, you know what, you might be right. And that was an uncomfortable realization Hmm. that, you know, I also think you can you can trace back me arguing with people online before football, but I think football turned me into that person, and then when you get online or you go out in the world i've i literally one of my biggest awakenings in in retirement has been realizing that everybody's not my enemy you know um i don't have to I, I don't have to judge the intentions of you know the guy at the restaurant trying to rip me off or you know, this, this, uh, this business or hey, my friend's trying to take advantage of me or this person that looks at me on, on the street corner is, you know, doesn't mean anything by that look like, but as a football player for a long time, like conflicts like your way. And so that kind of coincided with my realization of I need to get off Twitter, this is bad for you because if you just argue with people all day online and you assume the worst about everybody's intention, uh, then you go out in the world and you do the same thing. So, I kind of had a double whammy. Right. I had football and then I had Twitter. And I wasn't like always arguing on Twitter for the first six to eight years of my life. Like, for the most part, or first six to eight years of Twitter, for the most part, like back in the stone ages of Twitter, I would be in St. Louis just like live tweeting a basketball game or, you know, yeah, th- there was, I remember tweeting about t- Trayvon Martin back in the day and I got some like conservative backlash for, for tweeting about that. But this is before Twitter got very political. Um, You know, like there were not arguments. I was just ranking things or like bullshitting. And then when I, really when it all changed for me was the White House. So like the past three years of my life, I've been in this cycle of just arguing because I have people coming at me that I could say the sky is blue and somebody's gonna have a problem with it in the mentions because they know my politics. Right. And you know, right. at, at that point I was like, I'm done tweeting about Trump. It has nothing to do with me. Like giving up the fight, I'll be there to vote. Uh, I'll fight for the causes I I, I deem uh, important. But tweeting hasn't done anything, and I've never seen anybody on Twitter say I was wrong. Never, and you
1: never will. It's it's funny though. It, 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 it freaks me out sometimes how similar we are because I never made a conscious decision or thought about like, I'm going to stop tweeting about Trump. I just did. It wasn't a planned out thing. I think I, I just, I came to the same, just like you, (laughs) just like you. I'm just like, no one's listening to anything I'm saying via a tweet about something as important as politics. No one, no one, this is me complaining, me pointing out his deficiencies. No one's, no one's paying attention. Nobody cares. So, but I didn't. It wasn't something that I decided. Like I will know, because I still do it, and I do it more when he's, you know, like when he says like something about like your four oh nine k. Like I like boxing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I had people. It's easy. There's plenty. People, mul- yeah, yeah. But I had multiple people in my life, friends, coworkers, say to me like, "Oh, I don't, I don't see you treat about Trump anymore." Are you and I'm like, the fact that like you would notice that. Yeah, is interesting. Like I, I didn't realize it was that much of a part of what I've been doing. Um. And also, and like, it also yeah, becomes, it
0: becomes subconsciously, not an ego hitting that like, that's why you tweet about something, but you know if you tweet something about Trump, and this is what used to bother me, is like, especially when I like skipped the White House, is people would be like, man, how brave, how bold. I'm like, listen, you're, you're complimenting me on a platform where everybody is excited about what I just did, okay? And I didn't do it for right. the clout, um, but just like a tweet, you know all you're going to get is a bunch of pats on the back and i don't want pats on the back and i don't want to be looked at as like what a hero he just filled up the you know 240 characters uh you know saying the easy thing that we all know is true like i i i don't right. I, I, I don't need the retweets i don't need the the ego boost uh and i never did it right. for that but it became this thing was that when you made a political statement or you made Listen, and I'm not done. If you're going to consider like talking about bail reform or talking about mass incarceration or any of the things that we worked uh, on the players coalition on or, you know, juvenile life sentences or any of these criminal justice issues that at times I want to lend my voice to, I will tweet about those things. Those are lower level things right. that, you know, athletes and and entertainers can bring attention to, but as far as influencing, uh, you know, the impeachment of a president
1: <laughs> or like Come oh, on. Oh, yeah.
0: It's not going to happen.
1: Well, I yeah. Would, yeah, I would argue with people at work about this, that the impeachment thing, was just, it was never going to come to fruition. But, it was never, never. Doesn't it freak you out a, yeah, but doesn't it freak you out a little bit that you do things like, you know, you're trying to provide water and get wells for, for people that don't have water, and, you know, you are behind a you know, criminal justice reform, and people throw social justice warriors at you. As this big negative three-letter thing, that I don't all you're like, the, to do and I like, don't
0: like the term because it just became this thing where, you know, if you're a social justice warrior, you know, you're painted as kind of just a, a clout chasing like social media person. Right. We do a lot of work. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they, we do a lot of work, but they man. turned
1: it. But now it's become it's become now if you're a nice person, you're a social justice warrior. That's real, and it goes back to what I said about the fake news. Like now everything. You know, it was funny because you were talking about, um, let's say, new stuff about how, you know, it spreads and this and, no, you know, I I see – have you seen these tweets now? There's been a few of them um, where I I don't – I can't give you, like, the exact specifics. I'll do, like, the generalization. Where Like, the Atlanta Braves, for instance, will tweet, like, we signed first baseman so-and-so to a, you know, five-year contract. And someone will reply and go, Who's your source? And like the team writes back, actually us. Yeah, dude. Like, we signed the guy. Yeah, like, because people are so cynical. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's as fucked up as it gets, in my opinion, on how messed up we are right now.
0: And another thing is like, I've come in contact with some people that, and I can't explain how it made me feel, but this was like kind of before I had the epiphany about Twitter. Was, and it wasn't an epiphany because this was building up for a while. Like, I wanted to do it, I just didn't know how, and I I didn't know why I wanted to get off for a little bit. Or I would run into people and they'd be like, I love your Twitter, man. And I'm like, I would feel embarrassed that they were reading my tweets. And I was like, (laughs) well, maybe I should stop tweeting. You know, like, you know, they're like, man, you own that guy. I'm like, I don't, this isn't why I'm like on Twitter, man. That's not why I got right, on. Right. And so we'll we'll right. see, we'll, we'll see, I mean, but I do feel like everybody right now uh, amid the pandemic is like huddled in one room and that can be a good thing, right? Because I'll sit there last night at the dinner table and if I'm watching the news, you know, as I see the figures roll in or I consider, you know, the plight of like small business owners, people I know, like right. if I consider, you know, people losing their homes over this or like what's gonna happen, you know who's going to get sick, you know you, the anxiety kicks in. And then you get on Twitter, which usually gives you anxiety, but the last couple nights, it's actually helped because, as you said, people are uh, are making lists. You know the the Michael right. Jordan documentary is going to get moved up. You know you've got Sports Center doing reruns. What if you are king of the sports world the next three months? Right. What are you doing? Like if you Jimmy Traina can. Right. wave a magic wand, and create some content with the distribution and, uh, and the money to do it. What are you doing?
1: I don't know. The first thing I have to say is that we've, we finally had a place here where we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. For me, i got to avoid Twitter at all costs yeah. right now. Just, I can't enjoy it. Like, it's weird. I'll, I'll, I mean, the one thing I've realized from all this, I mean, I must, I must have checked Twitter. on my. I mean, I'm on it all day for work. Yes. So let's say, the, I mean, I'm on Tweet. If you, if you, are you familiar with TweetDeck? I mean, that's just the machine that... No, I've seen, that, like the, I've
0: seen it. It's like yeah. Hootsuite or Tweet Deck or you know, shared with... I have right. no idea what that means. All
1: right, so tweet Deck all day. Then I come home, and I mean, I, I, I check Twitter. I probably don't go three minutes without checking it when I'm at home. And with this, I've gone like four or five hours without checking it because I need to keep right. my sanity. So it's interesting what, not. But then I'll scroll carefully because if I start seeing like, you know hospitals are going to get overrun i gotta scroll past that quick that's what we and and then I'll. yeah i'm sticking to the harmless
0: stuff right now i mean there's a point every night where i need to gauge how anxious i need to be in real life before i go to bed which is probably the worst time to do that um and i do scroll through and read some articles but otherwise right like
1: i need more tweets about pornhub giving free accounts to people in italy and less about the hospitals being yes. overrun and people not getting ventilators like yes. that's what i need but for more reasons than one but anyway, um <laughs> but i was going to say about um the sports you know it's i keep thinking about it and it's like you know i cover media a lot so like you know there's two things you can do you can go into your like espn and, and nbc and cbs they can go into archives and show us amazing things um you know, I'm jealous. I'm jealous cuz I'd love to dig up yeah. some old
0: film. We, we, as you know, it's hard to get it.
1: Yeah. Listen, we, we got to go back to like the Howie days. That's like I want to see like, you know, the, like the old school Brent Musburger, Jimmy the Greek, uh, yeah. NFL Today shows. Like show me one of those. Um, oh, yeah.
0: I just want to watch old sports centers all the way through. Like Stuart Scott. Yeah. I want the old music, you know. By the way, yeah, yeah. When I think it was, uh, was a CBS running the uh, March Madness music this year. It wasn't CBS. It was FS1. Did you, right. did you catch that in the yes. conference tournaments? Yes. I was like, yes. what is going on here? Like, yeah. yeah. But I, I miss that stuff. You know I, I, I want to watch all the vintage. I'll, tell
1: you, I'll give you one that I thought. I'm going I'm to write a column about this this week on SI.com. But I'll give you one I'd like to see. And tell me if I'm a sick, sick bastard for saying this. okay? Because I feel like you can be honest with me. I want to see, and I think you can appreciate this because I know you were an old school Knicks fan. Yeah. I want to see in real time, not edited, in real time, the Knicks-Rockets game with the OJ car chase. Yes. Replay that whole thing. Yes. That's what I want to see.
0: No, I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah. With the split screen and cutting away from the game and then the chase, I would love to see how that all played out in real time. Well, that 30
0: yeah. for 30 was crazy. If you watched it, it was like Wait, that, 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 that one day. Two,
1: right. There's two thirty for 30s. There's the OJ 30 for 30, which I think is, might be the best thing ESPN's ever done. And then there's a 30 for 30 on that specific day of all the sports and stuff that I'm happened I'm talking that about day.
0: that day. I remember exactly okay. where I was. Yeah. It was one of those like things you know, that you just don't, you don't forget it. You just don't forget where you were when that happened. So, um, also, I guess that begged the question, somebody asked me, if all sports were able to occur over the next three to six months, but without fans, which ones would be the most and least conducive to watchability?
1: a good question um i think listen football is always the most watchable no matter what especially when you can bet on it so and you got fan that like no fans wouldn't affect gambling and fantasy so football will roll right along no problem ooh, um, i don't Oh, and i and i and i think i'll tell you this i think a lot of people and you know this i you know i i do not want to get into cte at all because i know that pisses you off and i don't want to but I think if fans actually heard the the hits and the helmet helmets, they wouldn't even believe the stuff they hear. Um, oh, yeah,
0: that's true. That is true. I hadn't thought about yeah. that. But I also think the um, players wouldn't perform as well because like you need that adrenaline so bad. I talked about this with with it, it, last week. I just feel like I feel like you absolutely need that crowd rush and you need the the stadiumscapes like imagine the chiefs uh locking up uh, that buy or whatever it was um you know, during the New England game when New England lost to Miami and they're panning Arrowhead. Imagine nobody's in the stands. Right. You know, like how much does that well, change I'm, a moment like that?
1: Yeah. Both in the, in the NBA, you know, you have the last two minutes, the game's tied, somebody hits a three, and there's no reaction at all. I mean, it's bizarre. Yeah, also yeah. too. I mean, this is like, I also wonder from a hardcore sports fan thing, and, and you could speak on this, obviously, as being an athlete. Af- like, if there was a football, let's say there was an NFL game played with no fans. Yeah. You would, my assumption would be you're really going to pick up so much of the sound. Like, would we hear coaches calling out plays? Would we hear – I mean, we're going to hear the quarterback calling out the signals even more with defensive signals. I oh, mean, we would. And we I was thinking that about stuff. that from yeah. a
0: March Madness standpoint. You would hear everybody's adjustments. You would hear, like, all the times coaches are yelling at players. You know, you'd hear exactly what they were saying. And, by the way, I thought that when at first they were going to carry out the tournament, we all knew it probably wasn't going to happen with only essential central um, staff. I was like, well, one of the most essential pieces of that whole puzzle is the cheerleading staff because of the background noise. Like, you can you can get through a, a, a watch the AC tournament this year if you watch like uh, you know Pitt NC State in the beginning. There weren't a lot of people in Greensboro, okay, but it felt like it feels normal. It feels like March Madness. It feels like a you know a regional game in the round of sixty four. You know because you hear the the squeaking, you hear the rim. You hear people yelling on the court. You hear some cheerleaders in the background. That's why I thought, you know, actually March Madness, as long as you kept the, the, the shots tight, it could have survived.
1: Right. I, I want to hear trash talking, as a, that's what I that's I would love to know what you guys really say to each other when you're down there in the trenches. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Maybe you don't. I feel don't. like it's one of the things. No, I definitely do. Because what we end <laughs> up getting, like, you know, NFL films would do a nice little video, like, during the week from the yeah. – from a game from the week before but that's all edited yeah. you know so yeah uh give me some un- unedited you know the
0: mlb stuff's great the mic'd up stuff which they won't adopt because baseball doesn't do anything fucking right the mic'd up stuff they did in spring in spring training
1: i have a feeling if they come back uh they will they will do a lot of that. I think that's coming. Nice. I definitely think that's coming for the league. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything, anything, any, any, yeah, yeah. Now, you, now from what I saw on Twitter from the great Joel nine one, which I still don't know <laughs> what that means, but we need to know one day, <laughs> one day I, you, you, I mean, you, you have embraced the, I know you've always, I think you said, you know, you've always liked to make a wager here and there. Yeah. I feel like you've gone, like you, you were going like pretty full blown. Like, Here's like with me. I used to be that way. I used to bet every sport every night. Mm-hmm. And then I've gotten down over the last several years to just NFL and college football. Mm-hmm. A little baseball here and there because I had a little problem with baseball. But you're like, I, from what I saw on Twitter, you were like knee deep with the NCAA. Any game going on. Now, what are you doing without all this? How's it, how's it, how's it uh, making you feel the. You jones in for a wager?
0: It does make me feel a little funny. Um, I got a text from an unnamed friend. (laughs) I've gotten a couple texts from a couple unnamed friends. One just texted me and and I quote. uh, This is actually a good one. Uh, I'm tired of looking at the money in my account. I want to bet it. Um, (laughs) I also have a buddy. uh, I also have a buddy who texted me earlier this week um, talking about Hey man, I got some horses if you want to get on them. Listen, I don't want to minimize like everything else. There are people who have real physical conditions and, you know, there's there's obviously people who are actually, you know, worried about getting sick cuz they're immunocompromised. There's also, you know, people who are anxious, right? Okay? Myself, right. you included maybe, a bunch of other people. Like how does this affect people's mental health? There's also gamblers who have a really real addiction right now. Like, oh, yeah. and, and I'm wondering, you know, uh, d- chemical addictions, right? Like, deep-seated, yeah. degenerate gamblers who have been gambling every day of their life for maybe 30 years, if you survive that long and the house doesn't win, uh, in, right. the, in the big game. Like, what, how are they feeling right now? What are they betting on? Like, what do you do to get your fix? Like, if you go to They're jail and like, you're an alcoholic, you make hooch. <laughs> like there's no like what do you do do you just you just meet up in alleys and play like i guess you play cards but if you're a sports gambler like what is there
1: well i'll tell you a couple of things one i think what can end up happening is people would start dipping into like the online poker world which i would not recommend.
0: no i'm not doing that um
1: but two like i mean i remember we i used to sit around with my friends we'd be sitting outside or something and i'd say to my friend you know all right let's go 10 bucks what color will the next car be that comes down the block? I roll white, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can get, the, so this you know, is, those so those I old, just you know,
0: described you. To,
1: you got to get creative. You got to get creative. Um, so was
0: I describing I you this think, entire time?
1: No, because like I said, you were describing me in my older days, in my younger days. Right now, like I said, I'm, I'm very reformed. I'm down to NFL college football. So this is my off season anyway. Um, but like, you know, you got to get creative. I think, you know, I think there's shows like, like American Idol is going on right now. You can mm-hmm, bet on that if mm-hmm. you're on the right offshore site. So there's ways to get a fix. Yeah. Say that. I think your best bet is going to be reality TV shows like American Idol, The Voice. Uh, I don't know if Survivor is going on, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I heard a couple weird uh weird prop bets that they were releasing uh just for pop culture things I think to But yeah, but think about the way gambling platforms are struggling right now. Like the platforms, you know, like that that's got to really affect uh you know their oh, yeah. their bottom oh, line.
1: Isn't... Dude, the Vegas strip has shut down.
0: Is it really I shut mean... shut all the way down?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's I mean, that's, I mean, that's the ultimate place for big crowds. So, um,
0: do you think, you know, tell me all strip clubs are shut.
1: I, you know, it's funny. If you ever need laughs, the New York post will always come through for you. because They have like, before this really exploded, like last week they had an article and it was like, the headline was so like super serious, but it was like, how New York City strip clubs are dealing with the coronavirus tragedy. Like, hey. And then, like, you know, they get a, it's, a, I know it's a legit, they get a picture, though. They get like a generic, um, what's the word, stock photo. Stock photo. Like I love stock club. photos. And then, and then, and then they Photoshop a, a picture of Purell hand sanitizer on it. It's just like, the only thing I would say about that is I think that's one industry that will come back strong whenever this is over.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Like a Matt, like imagine, like you know, you, we can't leave our houses for two months, and then they're like, okay, everything's reopening on you know, been, Let's say, where are we? March, April? Let's say they say everything's reopening in America on June first. They'll be turning people away at the doors at that.
0: Oh not <laughs> a, no! Fun. doubt about it. Did you see the stripper who? Uh, yeah. Did you see the stripper who fell like in Atlanta, like three stories on that megapole and fell? Since you I spent? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a stripper. That was doing like some tricks, like really high up on her pole, and she like right. twirled and almost like free fell down and landed. I guess she broke uh, like a vertebrae or something, but she just got up and tried to just twerk it off, um, and that didn't work. She's on the DL, presumably. Like for her, she'll be right off the DL, right on time for June. Like she never left. She's got. She'll have as we call it in football, fresh legs. You know, like so.
1: She, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, for some. <laughs> Anyways,
0: to, fresh, yeah. For uh, we've gotten a strip clubs. So I think it's time to go. But Jim, uh, is 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 there anything else that you, that you think I should watch or or that I should do to pass my time? Well,
1: uh, well, let me ask you: Are you a Curb you're an enthusiast, and watch Your Enthusiasm watcher? I am, I and
0: I am, and we just started okay. the new season. I, the first uh, episode okay. was very funny. Oh, I saw Uncut Gems the, the other world, night,
1: and you liked it.
0: I really liked it. Four out of five stars. How about you?
1: Uh, I would say, I think I said two and a half out of five. Wow! There was too many. Um, there were too many unrealistic gambling things that annoyed me.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's one of those things. Like, and, yeah, and,
1: yeah. I got it. Yeah, okay, you want to talk about Twitter for a sec? Yeah. Like, so I see the movie. I think Adam Sandler was terrific. I think he should have got an Oscar nomination without a doubt. He was really good. Yeah. So after I see the movie, I go on Twitter, and this, this ties into our whole Twitter thing earlier and then, whatever. And I said, you know, just saw so uncut gems, couldn't get past the fact that when he, was, he had bet a big NBA game and he says to his wife, can you put on ESPN? Because he was watching the game in the bedroom, but the game was on TNT, had the TNT graphic logo, all that uh-huh. he's watching the bedroom and then he goes in the living room and he tells his wife, can you put on ESPN?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I have that trouble with a lot of like movies. If I see a car model that's past the date of, uh, of the setting, it bothers me. Right. Um, right. now uncut gems, the only part that bothered me in the whole movie, and I said this on the pod yesterday was the dude that was screaming at him when he was unpacking the, the, the stone from the fish. He was not a good actor, if you remember that guy.
1: I, I don't remember it because it was a while ago when I saw it. But I, my issues were like, you know, he makes this big bet at uh, Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Connecticut doesn't have sports betting. You mm. can't make a bet at Mohegan Sun. Mm. You can't bet who will win the opening tip for like in a parlay for 10. Like, yeah, that was
0: weird. That was weird.
1: That was weird. I did like the ending a lot.
0: I thought the ending was the biggest cop-out of the movie.
1: Oh, you did? That you just got to shoot him?
0: Sorry well, for anybody who he was... Had
1: a good, he, he had to get shot at that point. It would have been a cop-out if they didn't.
0: Yeah, I guess. After what he did. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, locking him... You mean locking him in the uh, in the little doorway? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> also, he, KG, he with
0: that. KG was so funny. And I don't know if he meant to be funny the entire movie, yeah. but he was cracking
1: me up yeah he was good he was good for sure but it, one of the, so when i tweeted that of course so then i get people like start at mentioning the directors
0: oh boy
1: on my tweet and the and the directors admitted it was a total faux pas it wasn't planned and then all these people on twitter were saying to me like you're an asshole everybody knows if you bet a lot of money in a game and you tell your wife, you just say put on the Pin, it means just put on the game. do not That's what put on Pin means. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck world are you living well, in? Well,
0: like, I, okay, I, I actually still tell people to map quest things. They know what I mean.
1: Well, because you're doing it to be funny. No, I'm not. not. No, I'm really
0: not. And I also say the TiVo things.
1: I think MapQuest is much worse than TiVo, but like I still, like, I can't deal with all these. Like I, that's how I am with all these stadiums when they change their name. Like I still say, um, you know, Candlestick Park for whatever the Niners play in. Mm-hmm. Like I can't keep up with all, like mm-hmm. all these corporate names. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah, no,
0: no, I get it. But my brain is stuck in yeah. the MapQuest stage of, of, of my life, which was two thousand and three. Um,
1: but that's that's because it's a good like. It's, it's a little awkward to say to someone, oh, just Google map it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Map quest it. It's, it's, yeah.
0: Well, now it's Waze. Now it's Waze. But, uh, but yeah, right. so I liked Uncut Gems. Also seen Irishman recently. Finally, I finished it. I know I'm like months behind. Um, thought that was very good. Did you like that one?
1: I did not see it, but I, that's oh. obviously something I'll be able to do You're now. You're
0: even be more behind than me. Um, also recently saw Lighthouse. Have you seen Lighthouse? No,
1: I, 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 the last movie I think I saw was the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks, which
0: I haven't seen it yet. You know, great movie. I I don't like being depressed. The first Mr. Rogers movie depressed me.
1: This will not depress you. It's more uplifting than depressing. Okay, good. Good. And and it's, and and it's not really about Mr. Rogers.
0: I'll tell you something that depressed me recently, recently that I watched was the, uh, George Harrison documentary. Did you see that one? That why was a Scorsese thing. Did you see it?
1: I didn't. But why did it depress you? I'm just because serious.
0: the guy should have lived to like seven hundred. And I right? and I do not like the Beatles. Okay, is that um, do you like the Beatles?
1: Yes, but I, I'm not like a fanatic. But I mean, I didn't know those a existed.
0: Yeah, I didn't know the people uh, that don't freak out and start like throwing a tantrum when you say you don't like the Beatles existed.
1: And you don't like any of their music? Is that the
0: deal? I'm really trying. I've tried. I've tried. Yeah. Also, you're I know... You're allowed to...
1: Like, John, allowed, John Lennon, like to
0: me, John Lennon wasn't a great guy. That also kind of... Yeah,
1: now you're getting into a whole other... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, know. talk about you were willing to get political. Yeah. You don't want to touch that one. Yeah. I mean, David Bowie well, did I, a lot of bad things. Chuck Berry did a lot of bad things.
1: Listen, you're going to go through this list with musicians. We could Yeah, we could know, we'll online, another, but... Yeah, but I, it, I always I was a big uh,
0: George Harrison fan. George Harrison seemed like he was a good, good dude. Um, you know, he, he's, he, his solo stuff. I like more than the Beatles stuff.
1: Interesting. I uh, see. I like the Beatles music. I can't, you know, so for me, I don't know. I'm not with you on this one, but I, I, I'm one of these people, like I have no issue whatsoever with you not liking the Beatles. Whereas, you know, people uh, get offended if you don't like, you know, well, some people are uh, going to be did, mad. Did you, i'll give you something did you watch on netflix don't fuck with cats
0: yes love don't fuck with cats it's impossible to explain it to anybody who hasn't seen it so skip through this little minute discussion here but um it was like really dark it was really i mean the plot twists were crazy it did not start it didn't finish where you thought it was going to finish i mean it was it was it was well done it was well produced uh yeah I, I i i didn't know how to feel about it. Did they create that
1: guy? Uh, I don't think so. I, I have to say, I was more fascinated by um, I was more fascinated by the people who were trying to find him. Yes, and and, and by fascinated, I think maybe I'm being kind. It was more like. You got to fucking be kidding me. I mean, they see this video and they're trying to track down like the mattress and no, yeah. what did you find? In the... Oh, the vacuum, the vacuum.
0: Yeah. The vacuum. Like she was going to every vacuum distributor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my thing was she and asked those... the question at one point and she was like, did we create this? And I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you created it. Cause right. that person had it in them, but like, that's right. what they were doing it for to be chased. Right. You know,
1: but again, like, yeah, see, I agree with you. Like that guy was c- completely deranged. I mean, in a major way, he was going to do bad things no matter what. Um,
0: they might've sped it up. These
1: people, these people spending their lives in Facebook groups and uh, I don't know that to me, the fact that there are people like that out there is, is kind of,
0: but they got him. Too. They got him. I, I never want to piss uh, yeah. face like body moving types off if you remember her name and they're like I don't want to I don't want to piss those people off because they're going to find me they're going to find everything out that they need to find out so all respect to those Facebook groups uh I'm I'm certainly not dragging them but you know that 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 did make me kind of think about think hard about the cause and effect of like pumping somebody up that's kind of a sociopath that way or whatever the diagnosis was for that person Um, yeah, I saw the George Harrison thing. I saw the Johnny Cash thing with, uh, you should watch the the Richard Nixon, Johnny Cash thing. It's only an hour long and, uh, and, and it really, it it rocks. It's pretty cool.
1: That's your world right there.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. So we'll catch up. You know, maybe we should, uh, we should check back in from time to time here in the, uh, Dude,
1: any, any time. Okay. I always love chopping it up with you. Okay, good.
0: We don't even have to have an agenda kind of like today. So. We can, yeah, uh, yeah. we can, uh, we can, we can, maybe we'll do a home and home here. I got a home and home set up with Brasillo. Uh, we we okay. can do a home and home.
1: Sounds good. I, will, I want to check up on you about what you're betting on. You know, what you end up finding to. to
0: yeah, this it, is slim pickings right now, but I will tell you, I loaded up on that last game before the board disappeared. And that was Colorado, <laughs> Washington state. Although I wonder how people who bet on Creighton and St. John's felt the next day, but you knew that next day wasn't going to finish. So
1: that, that's when you're in deep. That's yeah. when you're in deep.
0: All right. Well, uh, Jim appreciate you, man. Stay safe. And, uh, it, is it eerie in New York real quick? Is it empty?
1: It's interesting. Cause I'm on Long Island. I'm not in Manhattan.
0: Oh, you live in Long uh, Island.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a little, it, it's crazy because you know, social distance, social distance, social distance. And then, you know, I, I got to get in my car and drive around a little bit every day just for my anxiety. And I don't yeah. get out. I just want to drive around and I see everything's packed. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I sat, and the I, sat in the, um,
0: I sat in the parking lot of a store that I had to go in yesterday for 30 minutes and I didn't. Yeah. So the
1: one thing I've done is like I went to the ATM this week and then, you know, you touched take all you the catch, buttons. Then, you like, touched
0: all the buttons. And you,
1: then you got to wipe down your hands after you touch the buttons on the ATM. So, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Somebody tried to give me a Sometimes. hug. The, somebody tried to give me a hug the other day. I was <laughs> like, a hug? Yeah. That's rich. Uh, All right, Jim. Well, I'll check in next week sometime, brother.
1: Be well.